0: Hi, I'm Rebecca Hidalgo Reigns with Grateful Heart TV, and I'm so excited to share with you this episode, well, two episodes, both with Jason Zuck, the social psychic. Not only is he the social psychic, but he's also an attorney at law in five different states, and I just find everything about Jason so fascinating that we did two shows with him. The first one all about, there's just so much information, all about his background and how he got into doing what he's doing. The second one, he actually uh, read me, and man, was he good. He, like, nailed it out of the ballpark for everything that he said about me. And I don't want to spoil it, but I hope you guys watch both shows because they're both awesome. Have a great time. I hope you enjoy them. Welcome to our show and thanks for joining us. This is Grateful Heart, the motivational Arizona real estate and business show. We're here to inspire you to believe in yourself, to dare to dream about your infinite and divine possibilities, to blow open your mind to creating your most abundant reality possible as our thoughts are so powerful. I found turning my own personal grief into gratitude raised my vibration to be in tune for receiving prosperity health, and connecting to God's source. I'm your host, Rebecca Raines of Integrity All-Stars at Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, and I have been selling homes here in the Valley since 1993. If you have any questions and are watching us live on our Facebook page, you can comment, and we will do our best to answer while we are live on the show, so do not be shy. Today on our program, we have some great guests for you. Live from Phoenix, Arizona, it's the Grateful Heart Show with your host, Rebecca Rains. Welcome, everybody, to Grateful Heart TV. I'm your host, Rebecca Hidalgo Reigns. And today, I am so excited to have part two of my show with Jason Zuck, the social psychic. He is amazing. We had so much fun learning all about his past, his talents, his visions for the future. And to continue that, I had asked him if he'd be willing to read me on air, and he agreed. So, Jason, I just blew right past you. There you are. Welcome, hey. welcome back to our Thank show. Thank you for having me
1: back. I, I appreciate that.
0: You're, oh, I of course it was such a long since you know we're still wearing the same clothes and everything. Such a long little view, uh, visit. Um, what I do wonder should I have my lights dimmed down or what do you think? I mean, I know you said in the last episode you could feel me and read me. Can you? explain? You can leave them
1: as they are. I'm, okay. I'm just tuning into your energy. So okay.
0: So that said, can before we start, can you please share with I've been read many times by many different people. I know what it's all about, but can you share from your perspective what typically um, you do during a session?
1: Sure, I'll take three deep breaths and that just helps me connect with your energy and clear my energy of whatever. And I feel like we're, my concept of what I do, we're all made of energy. Mm-hmm. If we believe in spirit and spirituality, then why is it any different to think that I can read energy and tap into it? And I really do think that most of us have the ability to read each other's energy mm-hmm. that's like if you walk into a room and you're like let's say you have a business meeting and your boss is coming in from out of town that you barely have a scene very often you walk in the room just plummets in its mood like everyone there is tense and on edge that's reading energy you may not right. realize that you're walking in you could feel that you could feel that energy you could feel you could Absolutely. feel the drop and i've actually experienced that myself when i'm around people at lower vibrations mm-hmm. if i walk into a room and i'm in, in- tuned and feeling pretty good about doing spiritual things. Like when I give a series of readings and I'm at a store, I could feel people online around me if they've had like lower vibrational energy. You could just feel the moods. You can feel that. That's all connected. So what I do when I read energy is I'll just basically reading a book, I feel, I sense, and that's where I pick up the information I get. And time doesn't exist in the spiritual realm. So that's why I can pick up on things.
0: that you just said that because that that was a question I meant to ask you in our last episode, was your viewpoint on time. You had asked somebody yeah. else in one of your shows, and I think that's really telling for this.
1: Time does not exist. So when you read energy, you could feel people's past lives, energy, current, future, present moment, those kind of things.
0: Okay, so it's not there's linear. Different, there's
1: different forms of intuitive ab- abilities, of course, you could, you know, I think of it, I compare it to the five senses we have five physical senses and then i think you have like more than that when it comes to intuitive senses we just haven't figured it out and mapped it all out yet cuz we haven't caught up yet
0: awesome so while you're giving readings you use your crystals which your best friend megan sells a whole bunch of beautiful yeah. ones i'm sure at her show what was or at her store what was that called again
1: Royal Susie.
0: Royal Susie. We're going to give her some shout outs between the two episodes. So we'll make sure to tag her store as well because I love that. Oh, good, good. I'm a huge fan of crystals. Like I shared with you, I cover myself with them all the time. I sleep with them next to me. Uh, So are you using them while you're reading me right now?
1: I just have a piece of Labradite, which is like the fish skin one. Mm -hmm. I just like I, I, I fluctuate between Labradite. Rose Quartz, and I just have them all around me. My, my place, if you can see them behind me. I can see them up on your shelf. And I have them all around my shelf, and I have others around the room that you can't even see right
0: now. Oh, so that means you need to come to Tucson for the big gem show, one of these springs.
1: I would love that. I'm sure I could persuade Megan to go as well. All right. You guys. <laughs> She's fl- always wanted to go on trips. You guys <laughs>
0: ought to fly into Phoenix. I'll drive you down. We'll have fun. 100%. 100%. All right. All right, it's your show now. I'm going to let you do your right. thing.
1: Is there any areas you want me to focus on? I always tell clients that when they want me to read them if there's anything in particular like areas of, of like job, you know, romance or finances or any of those kind of things.
0: Well, you know, you did kind of pre-preempt the whole show by reading me a little bit earlier about work. So, I'm yes. going to leave work out of it cuz I think you're already tapped into that. And um, romance, I'm married for many years now, so I'll I'll leave the whole romance alone, because if you find that there's somebody else coming for me, I don't think I want that on air. (laughs) And um, You know, we could certainly talk about my daughters, because they're a big part of my life, and my mother as well. Uh, What's the
1: ages of your daughters, and just name an age.
0: uh, 23 is Hannah, and almost 18, on the cusp, turning in in July, is my daughter, Sarah.
1: Sarah, okay. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna take three deep breaths and start. And what's your mom's name? Carol. Carol, thank you.
0: She doesn't want her age on air, just so you know. We won't say her <laughs> We don't need to worry about her age. I feel
1: like looking at your energy right now, um, in terms of your family life, I see good things coming up in the fall and going into the holidays, and, and, and just the rest of the year is going to finish on a very strong note for family stuff. I feel like there was some uh, some members of your family I feel like have been kind of keeping to themselves a little bit the, the, like the further out members of your family that have been unable to connect with you. Mm-hmm. But I feel like there's going to be some reconnecting going on going forward because I feel like your daughters are going to be pretty happy to see some other people they haven't seen in a while. Okay. And I, f- I wouldn't be surprised if you guys don't organize something for the holidays or something that you haven't done in quite some time, either going on a trip right after the holidays, or I feel like there's some family stuff coming up for you, um, being together i just i see all you congregating together and being happy about things and i also feel like your younger daughter has been stressed about something in the last few months but i feel like to tell you that by august whatever it is that's bothering her clears up and she'll be pretty happy and i feel like sometimes when it comes to your dynamic with each other she doesn't always just open up and tell you what's bothering her i think your older daughter does that more if i feel like the energy mm-hmm. between them's different I feel like one's more open and expressive than the other. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's something that, you know, you kind of sometimes have to deal with when you're parenting style. It sometimes can be frustrating when you're dealing with one and you're, you, it's easy for you because of your like, you know how we all learn a different way. We're a visual learner, auditory learner, those kind of things. I feel like even with love languages in the family are also, they're different love languages can kind of dictate how we connect with our loved ones. And I feel like you have two different individuals between your daughters that are Mm -hmm. very strong-willed, but they're also very different. One's more creative. One's more expressive. The other one's more late, you know, holds back a little bit before she has a chance to process things, before she lets things come out and express them. So that's just something to keep in mind when you're parenting both, even as young adults, and that's where they are right now. But I do feel like Hannah is going to have a lot coming up in 2022 that she's been hoping for for some time in terms of opportunity for herself and looking into advancing things in her life. Like I feel like she's wanting to be independent and strike out and have her own thing. And I feel like she's gonna be able to do that next year at some point is coming up for her. Sarah, I think you're gonna see, uh, if, if she's the creative one, I feel like one of them has a lot of strong creative vibe to them. So I, I, it's hard to sometimes differentiate because they're both on in front of me when I'm reading the energy. So mm-hmm. but I feel like if she's the creative one, she's gonna have some stuff coming up between now and November, that's gonna give her direction with where she wants to go in her life and the things she wants to be involved in.
0: Do you want me to confirm any of the information you just shared? It's up to
1: you. I'm just I'm just telling you. But uh, the other thing I was going to say, too,
0: uh-huh.
1: is you're going to uh, be doing home improvement projects. If you haven't done home improvement projects, you're going to be doing some home improvement projects. I don't know if it's over the summer or into the fall. But I feel like you're going to do certain things that make your house even more homey. And I feel like there is some projects, too, going on with. I don't know if it's painting walls or our upkeep of house stuff, but I could see that going on too for you. Mm-hmm. So that's gonna keep you, you might take some time off or you might have somebody coming in to do it for you, but I see your house kind of torn up with improvement projects too. So there's some th- stuff you're gonna be doing, not just working inside with family stuff, but you're gonna have home improvement projects, structural stuff improving. And I also think you're upgrading something in one of the house, one of the rooms Ooh. of your house or something.
0: I'm getting chills all over the place, Jason. So let's start with Hannah, my 23-year-old. She's across the ocean in Hawaii. She left home in 2016 to go to college, met a boy, fell in love, and never came back, and is currently halfway through her master's program. So in 2022, I believe she should be graduating with her master's in psychology. She wants to be a family therapist, and she's definitely the one who's more reserved, observant, slower pace but yes, you nailed my daughters being polar opposites. (laughs) Like I I feel almost bipolar myself when I'm talking to one and then I'm getting on the phone with the other one because I have to speak with them very differently. They're very different daughters and the younger one, uh, we're praying she graduates high school this summer because she fell a little behind, you know, with COVID and online schooling and such. And so when she turns 18 in July, her big thing right now, she wants to move out. And I'm like, okay well, graduate from high school first and get your diploma because, you know, you're not going to get too far without that. Um, but, yeah, so I have one who got through her bachelor's in three years and the other one I'm like, please just pass. I don't She's care. She's a creative if one, I
1: feel. She have creative energy. She's yeah. expressed to you before because I feel like that's her future path is more creative things. Yeah. And as you wrote that, I, I write stuff down, right? Mm-hmm. Your Hannah's gonna definitely finish her program. And so I got yes to that to 2022 mm-hmm. and successful there. And then when it comes to your younger daughter, Sarah, I feel like she's also going to get caught up with her school stuff and she's going to gravitate to a more creative kind of thing in the future. You'll see that.
0: And I could totally see that with her because she's not. uh, What's funny is I can get through school if I want to, but I really I think she actually follows me a lot in the.
1: She is going to be around you later in life. If you've ever wondered which of your daughters would likely take take you in if you needed it, (laughs) it's going to be Hannah. Uh, I Han- Sarah, Sarah? Sarah the Sarah. younger one Sarah
0: I, okay I can see that I could see the caretaking side of her she now that she's almost 18 she does a lot of babies Hannah's city. gonna have
1: her own family so she's gonna be wrapped up with kids not saying Sarah's not but right. I think Sarah's gonna stay near you because I feel like she has this duty and obligation. To want to make sure you're always okay, even if you don't see eye to eye all the time, because you're very similar in personality things sometimes. And I feel like she's stubborn. So if there's an argument, I feel like she has a hard time de-escalating and letting go. But as she matures, and as she gets older, she's going to be a lot, a lot more mature. And you'll find that.
0: Well, that's great because at 13, oh boy, did we not see eye to eye at all. Oh my goodness, and uh, yeah, so that's wonderful news to hear. I'm really excited to hear that because I actually thought it would be Hannah who would end up being the one to take care of me one of these days in my older age. Well, you're not
1: going to need to be taken care of, oh. but you're going to have your daughter nearby, Got so it. you could be powwowing with each other, mm-hmm. going for drink, you know, going for coffee or right. whatever the activities you'll do at that stage. But I do see you. I, I don't see you alone. Um, Your energy can tell me that if that's ever been a concern of yours as you get older, if you ever fear being alone, you won't.
0: Yeah, I I don't know that I ever feared it, but it's interesting because my mom is now in her 70s and she just shared with me yesterday that um, she's not ready to not be alone. And that's cool because we were making plans. So you're talking about home improvement. The home we have in Chandler, we do need to paint before we sell it because we are in the midst of... As you mentioned upgrading we are actually getting ready to build a new home and it will be a step above where we are today so you nailed like every single thing you picked up on so far you completely nailed all, all the way
1: that's that's great to hear i also think I wouldn't be surprised if someone in your family renews vows there might be somebody who thinks about renewing vows that you might be at a commitment ceremony or be around each other and that might be something next year i see oh. like next fall i know it's far out but i feel like there's gonna be someone in the family that renews vows and there's a family celebration over it. It's a, it's not a huge event
0: is what it's
1: not a huge event, but it's nice enough that you'll enjoy it. And your family, your immediate family will enjoy it.
0: Oh, good. Well, that's exciting to hear. I don't know who's going to be renewing their vows. I I just hit 10 years with my husband and I made him marry me. Thank you. I made him marry me twice the first time around. Uh, we got married out of the country and when I found out what it was like to try to get married out of the country and we we just did the legal ceremony here. And so I keep threatening him that he's going to have to marry me a third time. So I, I don't know about that. I don't think it'll be us, but I'm I'm looking forward to whatever trip we're getting ready to take
1: you're looking for a mortgage, you need a personalized plan, not a click-button Get Mortgage option. Tara Krieg and the TK Team have saved families thousands by proactively planning their home purchase or refinance. Buying a home is a huge decision. It deserves a strategic approach. The TK Team provides you with a comprehensive mortgage plan, including a complete credit analysis, outlining the steps needed to improve your credit score, helping you qualify for better rates and terms. Visit thetkteam.us today. We'll ensure you get the best guidance so you make the best decisions. The TK Team, moving you forward.
0: Hi, I'm Rebecca Hidalgo-Rains with Berkshire Hathaway Home Services. I've been selling homes here in the Valley for over a quarter of a century already. I want to say that experience truly matters, so when you're looking for your realtor to help you either buy or sell your biggest purchase of your life, I hope you'll consider using me. However, my experience doesn't matter nearly as much as my clients' experience. I dare you to Google me. You'll see nothing but fantastic reviews because I truly care to help navigate you and your family to the very best experience you'll ever have with buying a home. Hi, my
1: name is Rob Sell, I'm with Sell Home Inspections. Been doing home inspections in the Valley for about 20 years. I do a variety of home inspections from new builds, resale, commercial, multi-family units, fourplexes, duplexes, and even on up from there. I can be reached at 602-908-7355. Again, 602-908-7355. Thank you and I appreciate it. I look forward to hearing from you. Independently owned means low overhead, so you get the best rates, fees, and service. Keep more of your money. Brokers are better. Realtor recommended for over 20 years. Contact me, Joe Smith, at Epic Mortgage Today, 602-741-4121.
0: Whether purchasing a home or refinancing, we know you have choices when it comes to choosing a title company. Lawyer's Title is the leading source for all title, escrow, and marketing needs. With access to the largest group of title insurance underwriters, Lawyer's Title facilitates successful closings and protects clients from fraud. Creating solutions that save time and money for everyone, ask a realtor or loan officer today about using Lawyer's Title on your next real estate transaction. Lawyer's Title is a member of the Fidelity National Financial Family anything else that you're picking up on that we should discuss well
1: i mentioned it before we got on and i'll just say this again 2022 is going to be a very positive year not only for your daughters but for you and i think you're going to find some opportunities coming up that you're going to be satisfied with and i wouldn't be surprised if you take some amazing trip uh mid part of next year like around may or so i think you might plan something with your husband and and i think you guys will go on a trip together
0: oh cool well i'm a travel junkie so i I always have to have a trip to look forward to, Jason. Um, so I'm excited to whatever trip we're going to take next May. Uh, anything else that you are- Pay attention
1: to your dreams, by the way, with your own spiritual awakening, because I feel like you mentioned your, your dad passing and all that. And I, my heart goes out to you. I know I know it's hard. Mm-hmm. But pay attention to your dreams because visitation dreams are something I really believe in. Oh. And I believe that your dad will come to you in dreams and try to communicate with you. And it's good to have a notepad with a pen next to the bed. That if you wake up in the middle of the night and you feel his energy, mm-hmm. that you can write down any kind of, even even when there's a jarbled voice. You know, like if you hear a voice and you don't really know, and you know it's your dad's energy, but you're like, or you, a memory of his. Never discount that in a dream because they they can come to us and communicate with us. The veil is thinnest in our sleep. So. Anyone listening to your audience that is grieving somebody, if they get visitation dreams. Always pay attention to those because I believe they're real. Oh. And I believe that the message they're sending is always reassuring and comforting.
0: I don't doubt it. I'm getting chills all over my body right now. Again, just so you know, uh, I had an, an amazing visitation dream from him right after he passed, and I still picture um, a. It, it, I actually, so what instead of putting a notepad, I'll do voice recordings. And so while okay. I'm still kind of groggy, I would just record vo- my voice recording and I could probably even send it to you because if I still have it. And it was so vivid and certain family members were in it and I just remember at the end, like I woke up crying because I was crying at the end of the dream and then when I woke up, I found myself crying and I was, more crying out of happiness because I was like oh my god I can't believe you're here you're here with us and there was all my family on a trip we were one minute San Francisco where I grew up and then in soft spoken
1: right your dad's soft spoken I get soft spoken energy very calming very much proud of you for everything you're doing and wanting you to know that and I feel like he would come to you and tell you that directly if you could
0: Okay, so now I actually think you're picking up on my grandpa because I had two grandpas that both passed at 94 and I was at both of their bedsides. My dad was- Someone's very
1: soft-spoken telling me they're very proud of you and they know that you're getting everything done you need to set yourself out to do and they're proud of you for that and everything else.
0: Oh, oh. So I don't know which of the two grandpas- Did you hold his hand a lot
1: when he passed? Or was there somebody holding hands? I feel like he's showing me someone comforting him by holding his hand and whispering to him it's okay or something like that, conversation.
0: Oh Lord, okay so Jason, my dad and my two grandpas, I was at both of their bed, all three of their bedsides when they all passed. Like they made sure to wait for me to be there, all three of them. Um, and so uh, my dad was anything but soft-spoken. In fact, um, he was the polar opposite of soft-spoken, okay. but, so
1: that's, but- Sometimes they pop in in a grouping like that. So when the energy pops in, it's like I read it, but-
0: Yeah, no, I, and my grandpa Hidalgo, which is my uh, Hispanic, my, my abuelito, he was very soft-spoken, And and, well, I just popped into your head.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I don't speak Spanish, but I I know basic words. But that was just said real fast.
0: So, oh gosh, I'm getting confirmation chills again. So I was read right after he died, three weeks after he died, and all of them came through at the same time. So no joke. My dad died from a disease called CJD. CJD Mm -hmm. is similar to mad cow disease. And we thought he had a had a stroke. And in fact, he was suffering from this disease. So it was really aggressive. Uh, he Basically, we lost him in the course of six weeks and my grandpa lived with him at the time my abuelito and he passed right after my dad i I don't care how old you are seeing your child pass they were 90 it was 94 and 73 and it didn't matter you know it it was just devastating for him the really soft-spoken one though i i imagined was my grandfather in california on my mom's side because we were super close and he was incredibly soft spoken so but
1: he's telling me soft-spoken like you were talking in his ear then or re- reassuring him it's okay it's okay or something so like that. i
0: told yeah. my dad it was okay to go and then he passed but my grandpa in california i actually felt my grandma in the room when he did pass and i leaned over and i said grandpa you know i gotta go i love you please tell grandma i said hello and in that moment all of a sudden i could feel grandma off to the side and he took his last breath so i'm pretty sure it was that grandfather and that's why
1: he said abuela
0: yeah, well, abuela
1: means what?
0: Means grandmother. Mean aunt? You know, grandmother, means... grandmother, grandmother, okay. grandmother. <laughs> so then, I mean, and my abuela Blanca has always been very big in my life. Um, She's where my white owl medicine comes from, I believe. So Blanca Rosa, she's uh, white and she's obviously very Hispanic, but she had um, the the white owl was a big deal for both of my grandmas and I had no idea until after I started being attracted to the owl that they both had a connection to the owl medicine as well. So I, I don't know what to tell you, Jason. I don't feel like I can read people like you can, but I do feel like... I have a seriously strong connection. You definitely with the other side. have
1: your own abilities that you can pick up on the energy, and I, it's no synchronistic um, detail. The fact that you helped each of them in their in their you know, departing, mm-hmm. in their crossing over, and you were like the travel. You 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 were like their their bedrock, especially for your dad. But I feel like you were the the person to hold by the hand because when you cross over, you you meet a greeter. Right. So we always think of death on our side as what happens when people just die stop breathing stop operating but Mm -hmm. in reality the soul and the spirit cocoons itself no one suffers even your dad he didn't suffer in the end he looked like it but once the body set the, the cocoon, to spirit that said to the next spot, there's no suffering that takes place for anyone anymore. And they go to that next spot and they they're greeted by a prior family loved one that's deceased them. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's something that's very strong in terms of just letting people know that because people need to know that that they think when the person expires, that's the end of it. But right. I've seen way too many times. And not, you, you can you can vouch for that.
0: Oh, no, not even Yeah. <laughs> I mean, between my vivid dreams and just different it's readings, it's I'm constantly feeling their presence there was actually a situation uh, my husband and i went to i, I would say I, I i'm 47 almost 48 my first okay. reading ever was when i was 40 years old so this has definitely been um you know a discovery process for me in, in less than the last 10 years it was 2012 however i went to chicago with my husband and we did a ghost hunting tour just for the fun of it oh, wow. and uh Uh, You described this, and I have to share this because I wasn't even in this place yet. I don't even think I'd had a reading yet. Let me think, that was nine years ago? Yeah, so I I hadn't even had a reading yet or anything. We go to Chicago, and um, I can't even begin to describe, but basically I brought my own ghosts with me. The guy called it BYOG, bring your own ghost. And apparently at this location, because there's a ton of water, it was an old, like mill of some sort it was just really off the charts with energy and um, in a series of questions we were using dousing rods to get them to answer and, and try to communicate and I just had that wash over me of over unconditional love. I'd never experienced that before. It was crazy. It's amazing
1: like, when it happened.
0: I, and I'm not, I don't know if you've picked this up on me, but I'm not crazy emotional. Like I don't cry very easy. So I'm standing there with my husband and all of a sudden I just start bawling tears. Like I can't even hold him back. And I'm just like, I can't explain it, it's just so beautiful as I'm crying tears, (laughs) right? And um, I remember coming home and my dad came over, and he was still alive at the time, obviously, and I was like, dad, who is my grandma's dad? Because I think he was the one who came through. And then I started hearing the whole uh, I call it Mexican telenovela because we're all Hispanic and I was born in Mexico and like this story was basically her real father um, didn't believe that he was her father because he had one testicle that we're talking like early 1900s so Uh. he thought my my great grandmother had cheated on him and he left her and then the guy who came in um, to raise my grandma was very abusive and tried to kill her and shot my grandma Mm -hmm. and missing like he thought he killed her so he killed himself like this crazy crazy story I'd never heard before, but when my grandmother was with my grandpa in a movie theater in Mexico, as the story goes, probably in the 50s or so, um, they heard, Blanca, Blanca, and it was my great-grandfather coming through to her. He was on his deathbed passing, and um, I truly believe he came through to me and I didn't even know this man existed. I, ha- I had never heard the story. And so I started telling my dad about my experience. He's like, oh my gosh, I'm coming over. And he brought me all these photo albums telling me who everybody was. And all I know is that was like, I, that might've been the moment that really woke me for the first time because feeling Surely. that unconditional love, I'm like, I want more of that. How do I get more well, of that in my life?
1: When you experience that and then you come back to reality as I call it, like when I had my, uh my one in the garden I talk about, when yeah. I was, I'm actually in a book about that. They're writing a book about it and it's coming out at some point in the near future. Um, when you experience like you have, and I believe 100% you did, mm-hmm. uh, unconditional love like that, you, you just want to share that. yeah And you just want to absorb it, share it, and kind of bask in it and share it with everyone you can because it's such an amazing feeling. I still know oh. and I smile thinking about the unconditional love because it's it's have it's like we all search for it so much
0: I feel it right now well we all and just it's right there loved. it's yeah. right
1: in front of us it's within it's us we all search our whole lives for unconditional love but if you look within self-love, tapping into it, it's there.
0: It's there, it's there. And, and I have to tell you, I have enjoyed so much your time today. You are you. an amazing man. Thank you so much, Jason. Um, are there any words of wisdom that you would like to leave anybody watching this episode about when it comes to readings or unconditional love or just the other side?
1: I love this. I, and you know, you asked me that question just now and I thought back to, my grandparents were married almost 60 years and I always remember how did they stay happy and married? never hold a grudge mm. let go of whatever it is that bothers you forgive those who you feel have hurt you wronged you and and try to make an effort to connect with those that matter most in your life if there's anything we learned in the last two years is life is short appreciate every moment and try your hardest to build those relationships with those that matter most because when you go and you cross over all the stuff that's in our material lives
0: mm-hmm. it it's, doesn't matter it doesn't matter what matters
1: is who we're connected to and how we've been in our life And our spiritual appreciation of those things spiritual in our lives, I think those are all important.
0: Well, I appreciate that, and I have to tell you, there are some topics I really wanted to talk to you about, and we ran out of time. Um, no worries. You talked about alien abductions and aliens and all that fun stuff, so don't be surprised if I hit you up down the road so we do a love show it. on that. I,
1: I love coming on your show, and I would love to be here anytime you need me for spiritual stuff I'm I, all about that.
0: I would love to talk about it. Now, out of curiosity, before we sign off, because I'm a huge fan of Dolores Cannon, please tell me that you're a fan of hers, because when you're talking yes. alien stuff... Oh my gosh, I just gobbled up every one of her audiobooks, every one of her books I could get my hands on. And um, I think that's pretty fascinating. So I'm going to have to circle back around with you one of these days and we're going to have to have that talk, okay?
1: Thank you. I'd love to have you on my show as well. We'll oh. talk about that. We've already been talking. About.
0: Okay, we'll do that one. We'll do yours next, okay? Thank you. Thank you, Jason. Have a great day. Thank you again. Hey! Wow, what a great show with Jason Zuck, the Social Psychic, host of the Social Psychic Radio Show. If you want to check out his website, go to dsocialpsychicradio.com. If you want to go to the Social Social Psychic, you should just go to thesocialpsychic.com. And as far as any of the other locations, you can find him. You can find him on Facebook. You can find him on YouTube. Join as a subscriber. Go to Instagram. He's on LinkedIn. And his Twitter handle is dsocialpsychic. Um, for stats for the show, all-time listens, he's had 154,000 all-time listens since launch- launching his show just a few years ago. He's n- rated number one by iTunes Charts.net, U.S. Religion and Spirituality Podcast, top 40 chart among the top 10 podcasts for U.S. Religion and Spirituality during the last quarter of 2018. He's ranked number 15 by Feedspot on their list of top 35 psychic podcasts you must follow in 2021. And he's been nominated by PrettyProgressive.com as a top international justice podcast. He is amazing and you should check out everything you can about him simply because he's that cool. Hope you guys enjoyed the shows. What a great show and thank you for joining us on our mutual journey to becoming unharmable and successful in all of our experiences while we're here in this school of life. We hope you enjoyed it. If you watched us on YouTube, please like and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Likewise, if you're catching us on one of our podcast platforms, be sure to follow us so you never miss out on another one of our shows again. Remember that if you ever have a question about real estate or any of the other topics we cover, check us out on the web www.gratefulheart.tv for all of our links to connect with us. Otherwise, we'll have another show for you again right here next Monday at 11 a.m. Arizona time.